Hello? Yeah? Is this, is this thing on? Are you? I'm always on. I'm on fire. Uh. I'm on fiber. Hello. Good night. <laughs> uh, here we are again. Well, yeah, it's been a while. We, we, so what did I talk to you? No, that's not true. I talked to you the other day. The other day <laughs> we we, we could have really act we like didn't rec- we only talk on the podcast. <laughs> that's that's it. <laughs> yeah, no, it's yeah. I don't know. It's no, summer. We're, we're, everybody it, it, kind of understands. We we we're we're kind of on a slow period of time. We have vacations. Slow period. I actually sometimes my my work and I think yours too can get busier during the summertime. Yeah, oh yeah, projects. All these things. Now, it's not it's not too bad right now for on my end, but um. It was it was really busy at the beginning of summer, and then it'll really pick up again at the end of summer, probably. Same here. Yeah. So it's things wrap things wrapping up. Now it's kind of like just checking in on things and making sure they're still progressing. Project Management One Hundred and One with John and Phil on Time to Lead, and here's a song Wrong. in the Project Management <laughs> course. Just, Wrong. Just, just, project management is. A- yeah, all you have to do is just yell wrong at people all day. Hello, this is Leopold Zook. And I won a contest to be the guest narrator on Time to Leave. And here's a song. This is episode 64. I like to listen every time it's on. They don't seem to have a set schedule. No, 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 do they? No. My wife, she doesn't listen, but she can't hear anyway. Here we go. It's it's like that that <laughs> famous. I, I, actually, I might be wrong about this, but uh, that well, does it does it matter? Supposedly, the the, the Steve Jobs <laughs> thing was that he just said no to almost everything. Well, how did anything work then? Well, it, the stuff that the that he did not say no to was was great. Well, it's alien technology. <laughs> Well, yeah, it, 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 there is something to that about about focusing and not getting distracted with with trying to do too much at once. Right. Oh no, I get no. If you're, yeah, I, I know what you're saying. Wrong too. Like starting new things. Yeah, or or being <coughs> able to to. It, it's it's easier, I think, if you just say, yeah, sure, let's do that. If somebody suggests it, yeah, sure, that all sounds fine. Whereas, whereas let's try it, it and see like, what happens. You know, it, it's and editing. Let's, <laughs> Let, let's do a pilot, right? Mm. So uh, yeah, but I'm outside tonight. In case you haven't heard the wind, or I, I was going to say, I thought birds. I heard a, a vehicle of some sort. Yeah, I'm out on my back porch here, and it, because it's not hot for a change. Oh, it's really nice. It's a little, a little humid. This is Phil weather. It, it's not hot. And no. That, that's in huge. fact, it was a little chilly this morning. Yeah, it was. It was a little crazy. We've had a string of really hot, hot days here, and a long string. Finally, Maybe it was a finally thread. Got a day of, of rain and cool weather, and my lawn already looks better. It's cool today too. I think it's going to be pretty good for the the next few days. And, and our our uh, weather is brought to you today by Sven Svengster. <laughs> Say that ten from. Times. Uh, no, I. Who who was that guy that got fired for uh, saying Trump anti-Trump things? Oh, Sven Nygaard Sven, or Sven Guard. Sven Sven Not Svengster. <laughs> not Svengster. That's not nice. 
There's a reason I leave the explicit tag on our show, kids. <laughs> Why did I say that? It must have been a Freudian slip. Sven Svengard or something like that. Yeah, it, it was some good Minnesota Scandinavian name. That uh, <laughs> the, again, this is local TV news, and let's face let's Weather face it, even. The, the audience is pretty old and white. My wife used to be pretty old and white, and now she's just white and old. Very old. She doesn't have a set schedule. And when she has a bowel movement. Pretty old and white. There's <laughs> Is that the song? Like white and nerdy? <laughs> Pretty white and old. Yeah, like the Weird Al song, white and nerdy. Oh, Classic. okay, maybe not. I'll do a parody of a Weird Al song. <laughs> You've just broken my mind. <laughs> Why do we always do that? It's a tribute to Sean. Let's have him on again I, I soon. Think, I, okay, hey, here's Lee. a project for Glenda, who, who is our our. Oh. Our. <laughs> if she's still listening, I know. I'll we'll get to that in a second. Sure. Um, <laughs> no. Um, she she go through all of our shows and and count the number of times <laughs> we end with a. <laughs> <laughs> all of them maybe i there's got to be at least one or I, episode. I i, I kind of contribute to it by when i'm doing my edit i get to the i have to cut it off at some point before the song kicks in and sometimes i just hear this little brap and that's where i i do, do the cut <laughs> so I, i'm kind of yelling at myself sometimes i yell at myself too once i was very naughty and I yelled at myself for three days straight because I nicked a pair of knickers. No, whatever. It's all good. It is. So speaking of good, what what are you drinking? <coughs> it's not good. No. Um. Well, I I some cutty. I ran oh, out of the, the Best Buy. Best Buy. <laughs> what would that scotch be like? Best Buy scotch. It's very yellow. <laughs> it would have Piss to be colored yeah, scotch. Or blue. You know, I why don't they do a scotch thing with uh, Johnny Walker? Would do some kind of well, Best apparently Buy, they'll uh, they'll do a collaboration with anyone. They did fifty Game Game of Thrones scotches. Which, well, that's what which I'm I, saying. Which I what would be read, the um, if you believe the internet, um, that it didn't really sell that well. I think they overdid oh. it a little bit. But I, there were at least three different Johnny Walker blended ones, like the Fire and Ice and. White sure. Walker, those those three, and they're all kind of similar, just you know, forgettable blended scotch. And then they had all those single malt ones. It it was just way too much. I I think they they got a little yeah. greedy there. And wasn't it wasn't it kind of on the tail end of the Game of Thrones yeah, it was thing a, anyway? It, I think it coincided with the last season, the one that so many people oh, didn't okay. like. <laughs> well, who who's who's doing the? Oh, not. Rick Bronson, that's the wrong name. Nick Offerman. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Who's doing who's doing that? Who's doing that with him? That's that's Lagavulin, of course. That that's, that's oh, right. his yep. favorite that's single right. mall. Which and that one makes total sense because not only was it on <laughs> Parks and Rec, I mean he goes to the distillery on one of the episodes. Oh um, I, I should watch I, I love that show. Yeah, <laughs> I still have it. Add it to the list, yeah. the West Wing list. Oh. The big list. Mm-hmm. The WW it's, it's such a fun show to watch, and they they go down easy, <laughs> just like 
Perhaps the Nick Offerman yeah, blend. That, that's I, 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 I'm not I'm not sampling it tonight, but maybe next time. Um, but it's very good. Okay. But that that's not Wait, only I again not only that. is it a uh, just a, a show show tie in, but the actor himself is a, an enthusiast of it. Well, I probably helped pick the blend too. I, I, you know. I gather there was some kind of collaboration there, and it it's actually. I mean, Lagavulin is always good. I've never had a bad one. It's it's one of my favorites. So he's not. Yeah. He has good taste. Maybe someday I'll make a special blend with Cuddy. <laughs> or uh, Pine Sol Costco. <laughs> Pine Sol edition. Phil <laughs> or Phil's special Costco blend with Phil Hunter. The time to lean. We should yeah, we should have a time to lean blend See, somewhere. There's, hey, there's any there uh, whiskey companies? Goldwash. No. Yeah, we'll call it Goldwash. So what okay, so you're drinking Cuddy. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. Oh, and I tried a different thing, but I'll talk about that later. I am drinking a blend also, although this is a blended malt. So blended malt, let's review. Yeah. So a single malt is a single distillery, all malted barley whiskey, right? That's what a single malt is. Uh, a, I'll take a, your a, word a, for if it. If it says just blended scotch, it can have any combination of, of malted barley whiskey from any number of distilleries it doesn't have to be one and it can also have column still grain whiskey in it mixed together which is probably what i'm that's drinking. probably <laughs> mostly what's in cutty and red label all the, the budget ones and there's yeah. this kind of third category called blended malt which is like a single malt except the malts are not all from the same distillery necessarily Okay, and they're they're less common, and uh, probably the most well known one is this thing called Monkey Shoulder. That's yeah. made by, I think it's by the the same parent company as uh, Glenfiddich makes that one. Yeah, and Johnny Walker Green Label is also a blended malt. It's the oh. only Johnny Walker that's like that actually. Green. Yep. Okay. It, it's all fifteen-year-old single malts blended. I don't know if I've had green. I must have at some point. I've had it a few times. It it's my favorite of the Johnny Walker lineup. It's also not grotesquely oh. overpriced, unlike other okay. ones. I is it is it harder to no, find? I, I mean, it's not as easy as Black Label, but uh, most liquor yeah. stores have it. It's it's in the fifty-something dollar range. Oh, I see. I maybe I didn't look up but, high enough on but the for, shelves. You know, for the equivalent of fifteen year old <laughs> scotch, it's not bad. Oh no. Yeah, when you put it in that when you put it, it that it's way. It's very good. Yeah, it, it it's again has a lot of different flavors, but last time I tried it it, it was it was good. But this right. one is not quite in that league. It's called Copper Dog. Copper um, Dog. It is Never no, heard of that it one. was new. I just randomly saw it at the grocery store and got a bottle because it was it was pretty cheap, and Which, for a a blended all malt whiskey, it's it's not bad. Um, yeah, it's Copper Dog is apparently the name of the thing that when they sample whiskey out of barrels when they're aging to to check on them, oh, it's that right, little little right device or Spigot yeah yeah that, or apparently whatever. that's what that's called the copper dog the 
cap thing. Okay, I got gotcha. you. Yes. It's not it's not like a bunghole. No, but. it's not as funny as a bunghole. You, you put a copper dog in a bunghole. <laughs> well, that wouldn't do much good, but it sounds funny. <laughs> I know, it does surprising. Um, <laughs> this stuff, it's 40% alcohol. It's probably filtered and fake color and all that stuff. But it's it's a nice, um, just space-side, like, fruity, malty scotch. It it, it really tastes... It, they're, they're one of the other... One of the YouTubers, not Ralphie, but... A different one describes this malted whiskey characteristic called they call it malt funk, and it's it's, it's this oh kind of, I think you yeah, mentioned it's that this once. funkiness and it's a great way to put it actually because it, if you want to be uncharitable, it would be kind of a a stink <laughs> that that malted yeah, barley but gives like off. what kind of a stink like a musty it's a, sort yeah, of yeah it is thing? a little musty um, earthy. Inside of shoes, or a shoe. Something. Well, why would anyone yeah. drink that? You could drink it out of a shoe. That would complement it. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And if it's done right, it's really good. But it can be overpowering. <laughs> but it's also wow. the kind of the clue that there's malted barley whiskey in there somewhere because, you know, that that's one of the core characteristics. So this definitely has it. It's it's the real deal. And for I think twenty five bucks, it it's pretty good. Oh, that's that's a good whiskey price. Yeah, we don't know how old it is. Well, but I, it's at least three years old. That's the minimum. Well, I I paid twenty five dollars for something because you know I like to try new mm-hmm. things, and I I tried that, uh, and I'm trying to cut back on alcohol a little bit post pandemic here, but uh, so I tried this. Uh, you've heard of the uh, maybe you haven't because why would you go get one of these things? But they're they're zero. Uh, Zero alcohol. Uh, well, they have different. This is a zero alcohol um, whiskey called, from Ritual. There's another company called Kentucky Seven or another I have brand. I've seen called. this before. Yes. Yeah, I I don't know. I, it was one of those things that I wish I could have tried before I bought it. But it, whatever. <laughs> there's there's another company called or there's another brand. A uh, different company puts out called Kentucky Seventy Four or something like that, and there, 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 there are more coming out. So maybe I'll try other ones too. But um, so I got this ritual, uh, and I tried it, and uh, kind of one of those things like, you know, I've had a couple whiskeys and maybe want a third one or something, so I put that in instead. But it, but it, uh, it. Uh, I don't know how it, it, it is spicy, but it's not the same kind of spicy as a bourbon. It, it has oh. it has a kick. It, it it's definitely spicier uh, flavored, but it's uh, it's almost too spicy. I can't quite describe it, but hmm. you know, and and it, it, it's missing some of the other characteristics, not just the alcohol, but uh, I don't know. It was something to try, and and uh, it it kind of reminded me of a. Uh, I was sort of describing it as a kind of a really strange soda, <laughs> except it's not fizzy. But mm-hmm. and I I made a Manhattan out of out of it, which has vermouth, which is has has alcohol. But the, whatever, I didn't didn't get the non-alcohol. Uh, I would think it'd be easier vermouth. to make vermouth non non-alcoholic, but <laughs> probably I, mean, you know, I could wine, just use so some kind of cherry flavored or something. But uh, yeah, it was okay, you know. It, the other, Kentucky 74 is the other one 
that I was looking at, and that was like $35. I don't know. I, I, I think it's good for people out there that, uh, you know, can't or shouldn't drink. And, and maybe I'm in that category sometimes. But well, may, maybe that'll <laughs> but, uh, improve. I, I It's interesting that you can make that work at all, considering that a lot of the flavor compounds um, are really attached to the alcohol. The alcohol itself doesn't really have the flavor the the the, yeah. the those essential oils or whatever they are, real Corinthian leather, all get they, <laughs> they, they kind of are carried by the alcohol. So there must be some food sciencey way they figured out how to extract that or reproduce it. They're working on it still. I think it must still be kind of new. Now for other things like, cause so this company also has um, a rum alternative and uh, tequila and gin i was gonna say vodka but i i don't know what a fake vodka would taste like but i don't that's weird (laughs) i've I've read this is becoming kind of trendy because um you know people are looking at cutting back or you know trying different things and still having cocktails uh, cutty zero or something like that Jimbo Zero. I don't know, <laughs> but but I, I I have I have a feeling this will get better, just much like the fake meat thing we've talked about. Yes, last, the one that got time, me but, in so much trouble. Yeah, I don't know. I think we lost our <laughs> our biggest fan. This will be a test. I don't know. I, yeah, it would be interesting to. I mean, I I she, Glenda is in the. I, she's not a lobbyist, but <laughs> a lobbyist. No, she works but, in the business, but she, right? She, yeah, yeah. yeah of course. so she would definitely have a different perspective and 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 more knowledge than we do but um i i don't know i've always read that um i didn't think the things you were saying were inaccurate no i think i think the way i would i would put it is maybe you phrased I, it I probably, wrong. I, i'm sure i got something wrong and <laughs> that's fair but i just can't see how cattle can be raised for food at the prices we pay without something else contributing to that. Now, now that isn't to say that people like her dad or her family that, that raise cattle. Yeah. Uh, I'm talking about mass produced factory farm no, kind of stuff. This isn't like, I, I don't, you know, if you, her, if you pay I, I for high quality grass fed, all that stuff, it's, it's much, it's much, much more expensive. It's like right. a, that, that one, I, I, Forgive me if I mentioned it last time we talked about this, but it was so long ago. Um, um, that Ugly Delicious show that was on Netflix, yeah. they did a, an episode about beef. And sure. that was also interesting. That's probably what got me thinking about it again. But they, they talked about the, the economics and, and, and how... And the environmental yes, the impact. Environmental factor, impact is undeniable whether or not the government is, is helping out with that or not. It, it it just takes the the amount of everything that it takes to raise cattle is is just huge but, and but but now but but just looking back at my experience in in uh what, in growing no, up with no. the the the, ran, the the rancher friends i had i i don't think that i guess they were grass fed not grass but um well corn is the conventional 
modern. But no, nah, they were just they were just out on. You know, I don't think that Glenda's parents or other people that are raising cattle in that in that um, I don't want to say market isn't the right word, but they're not. I don't think they're the problem. It's much I mean, less of their, an issue their cattle, yeah, because I think I think their cattle are on these yeah, pastures. It's well, more yeah, the methane and whatever else. Yeah, it's much better than than all the feedlot stuff and and again, I I am happy to be corrected on all this stuff in a non um, shining kind of way. But uh, well, I, it, yeah, we'll have to have her on for a, a rebuttal. Yeah, there. Okay, so we, we we will make sure that that stays alive as a topic. Uh, speaking of the shining, did you see that thing where um, this week was the hundred years anniversary <laughs> of the Overlook Hotel Fourth of July ball picture? <laughs> I did. I did. <laughs> I love Isn't it. That I, I, I just love it. I, somebody put it on Twitter. I just, I really got a kick out of that. <laughs> oh, I saw it in a couple different places, but yeah, that no, that was nineteen twenty one, Fourth of July ball. That made me smile. And the picture, I kind of looked like without. I mean, if you take that Jack Nicholson out of it, it looks like a lot of the gigs I play at. I, w- I was just gonna <laughs> say, how how dissimilar is that from? The, some of the ballroom stuff you've done. Speaking yeah. of that, you got some more yeah. gigs going. You got gigs coming back. John's back it, in it's action. It's crazy. Everything is, is coming back. We've got um, some of the, the groups I play with have gotten new things and a lot of rescheduled things from the last year or two, and it's it's going good. I'm I'm I've got I've got at least one gig <laughs> that's already asked about uh, 2023. I mean, I don't oh, even wow. know if the world's going to be here then. No. Be <laughs> so I might weird... as well commit to it, right? Yeah. <laughs> right. Some deviant variant will show Deviants. up. The deviant variants. Yeah, so that that's really nice. Um, by the end of the summer, it's going to get busier, and I'm I'm very... You know, I, I, I'll kind of miss having so much time... Time to lean. <laughs> Hello, this is Leopold Zook. I want to contest to be a narrator on Time to Lean, and here is the song, episode 64. I, wait. I did this already, didn't I? Wow. Well, there's is the kettle on. I need some, I need some more tea. So to speak. Well, but, and, and and you do have to drive to these gigs. I mean, sometimes yeah. they're in Stillwater or wherever else. Right, right. They're they're all over the place, and that there's one ballroom. I think, um, they're the the gang is looking at doing that's even further out. Oh, John lives in a far out gang. I eat at Peebles. So, but yeah. you know, that's the way it works, and we we all just love and to it, play. It's because you love to play, though. It's not because you're like, hey, I'm going to make a no, million no, dollars no. on it, this it's, gig. It's not a big money maker, at least for me. I mean, if, I, I know people you, that make you it factor. work. But, um, playing, for the most part, playing anything related to jazz is is kind of a loser of a proposition. Well, you factor in your uh, travel time oh, and, and how much beat. And how much beef you had to eat, and, and that kind of thing, and, and, and the methane and really, you produce. And, and, and to be honest, I, I I blow half my gig money on toys, <laughs> electronics, and oh, I was thought I thought you were going to say booze. Well, that too, I don't. Yeah, <laughs> we've we've been thinking about 
getting better about budgeting and things like that. And that that's kind of a, a good and a bad thing when you start to see where all your money goes every month. No, yeah, Jody and I went through that exercise. Well, yeah, we've we've gotten a lot better with that. But yeah, when you when you start looking at it, it's like, wow, I'm spending this much on that. Yeah. It's like, yeah, exactly. But and we're you know, it's it's, it's a good thing we're to do, trying though. to get to the point where we can buy another car and making room yeah. in your budget for another car payment. We don't have one now, and is 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 kind of a wake up call. That's uh, you'll figure yeah, it out, no, no doubt. And okay, so summer vacation. I noticed you put something on the Facebook page about that. And... Yeah, I probably should have done it earlier. We could have read some comments. <laughs> well, we'll make it into a quiz show. <laughs> With your comments, <laughs> maybe. And and here it comes. Uh, no. Andy, what are you doing? Oh, Andy, Andy's busy because he got a new puppy recently. Did he get a new he, puppy? He did, yeah, a few weeks ago, I think. Are you going to introduce your new puppy when I, you get a I new puppy to, to Andy's new puppy? People want to hear about that stuff. Everybody loves hearing what? about the puppies and kittens. What what kind of puppy did he, he got get? Got a yellow lab. Isn't that uh, that's kind of what they like? They like they, the they like labs. labs. They they had black ones before, but they they like labs. Oh, okay. And he said. Well, they branched out a little yeah, bit. Yeah, I got don't a yellow know. What, I'll have to ask him when he's on. About how that happened, they, I, he told me they they got it from a breeder, um, somewhere. <laughs> yeah, somebody's. What is that sound? Well, it's not a drone. No, it's a yard implement. Yeah. It's a yellow lab. <laughs> yellow lab is mowing his lawn. <laughs> <laughs> An electric lab. No. How many kinds of labs are there? Chocolate, black, and yellow. Those are the basic ones. There's also a newer version called the silver. And that's actually what the a neighbors silver? over there have, funny enough. A silver yeah, lab? Yeah, they, they, they're this kind of gray color. Oh, weird. And that's one I hadn't okay. seen until relatively recently. And I think they're somewhat oh. unusual in how often they when a black a pop up in a litter. So. <laughs> When a black lab gets older, it gets a little gray. No, the, these are just, a, they almost have a greyhound kind of a coat. How strange. Otherwise I've never, I've never seen lab. one of them. I think it's a, it's pretty, it's a variation on, that. Like you'll get one out of every litter every so often or something will be like that. They'll, they'll find a way to, they'll find a way to capitalize on Well, that I'm sure and, they're more expensive and, than the garden variety black and yellow and chocolate ones are. They'll they'll find a way to make make them more common. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I'm not sure what the. I, I guess some pe- people like them because they're. I mean, yellow and blacks are, are probably the most common, and they're very popular dog. People want something yeah, different. Yeah, exactly. And then I, I I've also run into people that really get into the doodle breeds. That that yeah, you know the yeah. uh, poodles crossed with you name it. Yeah, which, uh, that. that that pugadoodle is pretty weird though. I, I'm not I, I I don't know. I'm I'm afraid somebody <laughs> will get offended if I rant about doodle dogs. <laughs> so. No Well the but Or I already have done it and who cares? <laughs> but but we've done some weird things to different dog breeds well, over the years keep, and keep, it, the, the thing to keep in mind of course is that all these they're they're all human bred 
creations, really. Uh, sure. They they are so far removed from In, wolves and all that. Unless you have a dingo or something. Yeah, I mean, I there, there's, there, there are some that are more true to their ancestors, but most of the ones people own in our our society are are the, are kind of artificial in a way they've and, been and, and you know. some can can barely breathe yeah I'll, <laughs> breathe. You know, it, it, i'll give you the short version of my rant about well i'm not a fan of flat face cats and dogs like pugs or persian cats or yeah they they just yeah. they're, they're they're they want to have little doll faces and make them more weirdly human and i i'm not I don't. I don't think it's a great thing for the animals. They're not healthy, and I don't think they're cute at all. <laughs> so I guess if I thought they were cute, well, maybe I'd feel differently. But there, there's a movement to correct that. So. Well, I, yeah, I'm. I'm not the only one who says that this is not new. No, I just. But I, people just go crazy about say pugs, and I don't find. Sorry, Lee. But I don't find. I don't. Oh no. May Sunny rest in peace. Um. No, Sunny. I love Sunny. She was a nice, nice dog. I'm not saying anything bad about the dogs themselves. She could hardly breathe. Yeah, they they have issues, and I I, I don't find them cute. And that, again, that's that's just a matter of personal, weird personal preferences. Well, but, and, and and other dogs have interesting hip things. And lot lots of those, I and I mean, I, I like I like retrievers, obviously, and those those have issues too from all the breeding, and that they can have hip issues and oh i have problems with my hips from breathing as well heart problems and some of them have eye issues that all these things you have to worry about depending on how they've been bred but well because humans aren't breeding them for health reasons they're breeding them for how they look there are a lot of things yeah I mean, oh, okay. Initially, they might have bred them for what they well, did. Well, yeah, the, they, the job. They had, the working breeds were were had a very specific, yeah. and, and retrievers are are mostly bred for hunting, which they're still very very good at, and they're also amazing like service animals, and and of course their oh, personalities, yeah. yeah. which is one of the reasons why I am getting a golden. But yeah, it's really um, the the doodle thing is seems to me like I, I know why they're doing it. It's because they, they think they're going to not shed. Oh, so they want the personality sure. of, say, a golden, but they want the non-shedding behavior behavior <laughs> characteristics of a standard <laughs> poodle. Because they, they don't have dog fur. They, they have hair. And the thing is, and, and I, I spent a lot of time on crazy dog forums, so... Um, Take, take it as you want but <laughs> these do- first of all they're not actual breeds <laughs> they're they're kind of just oh. they throw them together and i think that the reason why that gets a knock is because you don't actually know what how how the genetic die roll is going to go for you so you might get a yeah. hypo- hypoallergenic dog that does not have dander and upset your allergies but you might not or you might get part of it and the personality might can is not very predictable um that there's a lot of things that that are 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 tough with them and i think they haven't been around long enough for good practices and all that stuff to be done like some of the more established breeds or like in my my final thing about that i feel like if you if you really value that non-shedding non-dander type of thing you should just get a standard poodle 
because right. that's the, then you are getting that. But there's some idea, well, I really love Goldens or Labs and all that stuff, and so they they want to have it both ways. Well, okay, so blend blending is okay with scotch, but maybe <laughs> yeah. not with with an, with living animals. Right, right. Yeah, well, no. I, again, with the caveat that they're all <laughs> these artificially created pets. I wish I was an artificially created pet. I don't. I don't want to, you know, act like oh, I'm getting a golden. They're pure nature. Well, I, I do not pretend that at all. But that, that's that's my my little thing about dog breeds. But, and, but there and, is, and I, I, there is the, a... I, I stole this term from somebody else. But I like a dog-shaped dog. I once saw a dog-faced boy at at the fairgrounds. <laughs> that, that has that traditional, you know, feature. And all that, and and so that that that's just my my thing on it, and and, and I'm sure yeah. there are lots of, again, I, I I I'm getting a golden. I don't have it yet, but um, all the ones I've known have been really nice nice pets and everything, and they have sweet dispositions. But it's possible I'll get the real asshole. You never never know. <laughs> Big asshole golden. <laughs> that's right. Call it gold wash. Gold wash. Yeah. Oh, did you hear that, John? Oh, oh, again? <laughs> oh wait! Oh, wait! Don't chase him away. He's our most no, popular no, come feature. Come back, Phil. Phil, is that you? <laughs> wait, I have, I have, I have, uh, I have something for you. Yay! You were talking Welcome back. about about dogs, weren't you? We actually uh, yeah. were. How did you know that? <laughs> I I have this dog SP. Um, <laughs> DSP. And that's what that stands for. So, yeah. So I have a little quiz show for you about uh, about dogs. Andy's quiz show. We're gonna find out who's in the know. Andy's quiz show. Ready? Get set? Go. <laughs> Hooray! <laughs> so, so here, here's how I want to do this. Uh, now, I don't want it to run of any trademark <laughs> but uh, I figured imagine if you will like a blue set of squares with <laughs> categories of questions each with some value on them oh. descending so for example we have dogs in media for 100 milk bones 200 <laughs> milk bones and 300 milk bones <laughs> we also have dog names for one, two, and three hundred. This isn't bones. called puppety, is it? It could be. It could be puppety. <laughs> it's satire. It's all, have, all good. Jeff puppety. We have <laughs> dog puppery. <laughs> Not puppery, but puppery. <laughs> I can't um, <laughs> for one, two, and three hundred. So it's only it's only three categories of three questions. And now the other thing about this game show that we're not copying is uh, you, you would need to buzz in. So I'm going to need each of you to come up with a unique sound effect that you can do so you can shout it out. And then I'll know who, who quote unquote, buzzed in first. Okay. Mine is, uh, <clears throat> mine is. <laughs> okay. Good. Or, or you could like bang a spoon on the glass if you don't want to use your voice. But uh, then, then John, what are you going to be? Um, okay. I will do. 
Ouch. Okay. Okay. So the, so there's nine questions, three categories of three point values each. And, but there's also a 10th question, which is, no, I guess it wouldn't be the 10th. It would be the one there. Um, you can edit this part out too. <laughs> <laughs> I'll start again. And beep. <laughs> the worst the one ever show <laughs> consists of three categories each of three incrementing values 100 200 or 300 milk bones in addition hidden under one of the three categories is the waggly wager the waggly wager allows you to bet up to however many milk bones you have acquired to possibly double them or if you get the question wrong stanley will eat your milk bones stanley that was that was completely spontaneous. Weird. That's, wow. Oh, Wonder I heard his name. There. Okay. Um, so, I gotta so that's keep the waggly points. Wager. <laughs> Stan, Stanley buzzes in first. You. <laughs> <laughs> uh, chosen by random lottery. Phil, you go first. Dog names, uh, dogs in media, or dog puppery. Dogs and now remember, and... you can both you can both buzz in. It's just you get to pick the category. I got gotcha. you. Okay, good, good reminder. Uh, dogs in media for three hundred. Dogs in media for three hundred milk bones. In a classic episode of the Muppets, Rolf is singing a lullaby to a real puppy. But what is the song? I don't know. Ah, time's up. The song was "What a Wonderful World." Oh, oh, I remember that one. Wow. Yes. All right. Now. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we have we have dog names, uh, dogs in media, and dog puppery. It goes to you, John. I'll take puppery for two hundred, please. Dog puppery for two hundred. Clever and adventurous. Uh, this Jack Russell Terrier can do just about anything. On his PBS TV series, he brings classic literature to life and imagines himself as the live-action uh, hero of each tale. Who is Wishbone? That's correct. Except Phil, you didn't use your correct sound effect. <laughs> Did, I tried. Uh, no, wasn't I, it? Huh? I, I, I okay, okay, you <laughs> modulated it differently. So. <laughs> I'll give it to you. <laughs> yeah, Mr. I didn't Perfect know it. Pitch. <laughs> okay, so that was... Sorry, how many points was that? It was 200? 200. All right, so Phil, you have 200 <laughs> points and you control the board. Um, what you know, you're you doing like? pretty good for a cat lover. <laughs> hey. Oh, no. Dog names for 100, Andy. Dog names for 100. Who was the first dog to orbit the Earth? A Soviet rocket ship launched a dog into orbit. I know that much. What was that dog's name? She was a stray they found on the streets of Moscow. It wasn't Rasputin. Uh, time's up. I'm sorry. It was Leica. <sighs> okay. Oh, this these are hard. Yeah, then that was just well, for 100, John. Control goes back to you, John. Okay. I'll dogs and media for 100. Let's get easier. 
What was the name of the dog featured in His Master's Voice, the painting that was used by RCA? Ouch. That was Nipper. That's correct. $100, John. You have 100 Phil has 200 and John, you control the board. Oof. Okay. Um, let's do dog names for 100 We did that one. Nobody okay, got 200. it. Two... All right. Which one of the following is not one of the Queen of England's corgis? Monty, Emma, Linnet, Flash, or Willow? You have a one in five chance. You might as well buzz in before time expires. Ah. Flash. Yeah. That's correct. Oh. Hey. That was a guess. Flash <laughs> is actually one of her uh, Cocker Spaniels, along with oh. Bisto, Oxo, Spick, and Span. Um, <laughs> there's also the Corgi Holly, and then she has Dash and Corgi crossbreeds, Cider, Berry, Vulcan, and Candy. Whoa! He whizzed. Yeah, and, and Flash. Flash dogs. was also the name of Roscoe P. Coltrane's dog in the Dukes of oh, Hazard. Flash! Wow! <laughs> the old See, I know, dog. I know that shit, but not okay. Well, give him well, fifty I, points. All right, so you have four hundred points in control of the board, Phil. We oh, have dog boy. names for three hundred. Uh, dogs in media, two and three hundred. Dogs in media for two hundred. Dogs in media for two hundred. Nana is a dog who appears in Disney's 1953 animated feature film, Peter Pan. What breed was Nana? Sheepdog? I'm sorry. That's not cool. <sighs> Do you want to buzz in, John? A very charismatic breed of dog. Animators would love to draw. Ouch. Um, yes. A collie? I'm sorry. It was oh. a St. Bernard. Oh, oh yeah. That's what I meant. <laughs> it was something uh, with a lot of hair. I couldn't remember. <laughs> goes back to, I can't oh. even remember. John. Okay, why not? Sure. <laughs> Puppery for 300, is that one? Puppery for 300. Okay. Yes. The Iditarod is a dog sled race in Alaska. It features teams of sled dogs traveling over a thousand miles. How many dogs are on an Iditarod sled team? Is it eight? I'm sorry. That's not correct. Oh. I think I'm yes, in the hole now. <laughs> Seven? That's not right either. No, you don't lose points. You only <laughs> oh, gain them in the show. Okay. Except okay. for the waggly wager. Oh, Ooh, that's right. Yeah, which no one right. has managed to hit yet. The correct answer was twelve to sixteen. Oh, oh, interesting. Well, they they didn't. That's not how they did it in Eight Below. <laughs> well, that wasn't the real Iditarod. No, but it was a Disney thing, so that counts. <laughs> oh, all uh, right. Okay, so I think Phil. Now you must have control of the board. You oh, must. Jeez. Um... I have chaos. You have control. How many? So there is puppery for 100. I'll do that one. That's the Wagley Wager. Oh, no. So is this is this one we both can time it, chime in no, still? No, it's because you got it. It's only you, Phil, who can answer. And okay. you may wager up to 400 milk bones. 
But I'll remember, if you get it wrong, Stanley will eat your milk bones. Oh, <laughs> all right. Okay. Uh, 300. Andy. Okay. N- not Alec. A baby animal born in Sri Lanka Zoo needed a mommy. So a new dog mommy became a surrogate and raised the animal as her own puppy. What kind of animal was this baby animal? From a zoo. A mammal, because it drinks milk. I will say a tiger. Oh, so close. Here you go, Stanley. 300 milk bones. Oh, oh, a lion. Stanley wins. So oh. close. So this is high drama, because this means <laughs> it's down to... A uh, hundred points each at this moment. All right, oh, all right. The biggest losers here. Yeah, I had to. And be, I, I shouldn't have bet quite as much. <laughs> I think we only have uh, two questions left. We have dog names for three hundred and dogs in media for three hundred. No, wait, dogs in media three hundred. We did that one. So okay. we only have one left. Okay, one left. Sock Let's do that one. Dog names for three hundred. Here <clears throat> it is. The final question for oh, the boy. game. What is the name of the Pekingese that won the Westminster Dog Show in 2021? My daughter watches that. Pekingese uh, pie. I don't know. <laughs> Ms. Yes, Chow Phil. Chow. Phil. It is, is it? not Chow Chow and it's not Pekingese pie. It is wasabi. Mm. Well, what do we do now? It's a tie game. <laughs> you don't have a tiebreaker, huh? I do have a tiebreaker. Okay. Are you ready? He's well, always let's prepared. Try. We can both miss it, I guess. Okay. All You'll right. never get to sign off now. <laughs> Why are Dalmatians firehouse dogs? Was it because, A, their bright white fur and black spots make fire trucks easier to see? B, way back when fire trucks were pulled by just horses, the dogs would run alongside and provide comfort to the horses. Or C, Dalmatians are immune to fire and can run into burning buildings to rescue people. Uh, one. Phil. One. <laughs> this is ABC, not one. A. Two, three. A. <laughs> That's not right. John, it's down to you. You have uh, Ouch, B. <laughs> That's correct. We have uh, a winner. I'm surprised because uh, Dalmatians are kind of assholes, aren't they? <laughs> I don't well, find any comfort yes. in a dog running by a horse. What a strange thing. Horse what a strange so, thing. So when they're trying to run through crowds, the asshole dogs would bark and clear the streets so they wouldn't get run over by the horses. Also, they would like guard the oh, fire that wagon makes more while sense. the fire trucks were firemen were in putting out the building. And but also they did comfort the horses who didn't want to go near that close to fire mm, and so okay, the fact that their okay. buddy horse their dogs were there would, would help them out. So all right. See, I just offended yeah. all the Dalmatian fans. That's right. Dalmatians <laughs> they serve a as purpose. if Disney hasn't done enough, but <laughs> it isn't all yeah. black and white with Dalmatians, John. Oh. There's a little bit of a gray area there. Oh, oh. <laughs> wow. Right. Well well. <laughs> Great, well, thanks, Andy. Andy. Thank you, and thanks, Stanley. I hope he enjoys his bounty of milk bones. They should have sponsored us. That's right. Yeah, he's got. Yeah, I'm not sure I'll give him to him all at once, but 300 milk bones, buddy. That's a lot. Give him a Scooby snack from me. Okay, 300 milk bones and one Scooby snack. Aww. Oh, yeah. He's chewing on my fingers right now. <laughs> well, okay. Thanks, well, Andy. With that, I'm gonna go. 
fall yes. back into the black hole of the quiz mines. And oh. I'll maybe see you Be again. Be careful out there. Don't. Bye. I hope so. Bye. Speaking of gold wars, um, I was out in Rapid City last yes. week. But the gold wash isn't well, there. Well, it's not, but they still they <laughs> they still call it that. They do. Well, yeah, it's it's it, it. There's a sign out in front of Big D that that says. Oh, but it doesn't have the. No, voice the voice saying, has been gone for years. You have so you have selected the gold wash. Yeah, yeah. No, no, no. It's stuff. Our finest wash. Yep. <laughs> no, they they still call it. They dishonor the memory of, of the old oh. gold wash. Um, I guess we'll have to play that song again now. Well, yeah, I mean, who, who who doesn't want some gold wash? <laughs> um, but I got got to see a bunch of people and my my brother Rob, who I have not seen in person since 2019. Rob, Rob K. K, friend of the show, <laughs> friend of the show, <laughs> who who never appeared to talk about westerns. No, yet. I'm still working on that. He. <laughs> You you just had to go on without him. Well, I've, you I've you watched, watched all the shows yeah. you talked about. I've, I've started the new project. Have I talked well, about that? He has that? a fear of know. he has a fear of commitment. No, I don't know what my new my new what, viewing uh, project. I'll cut no. this out. <laughs> no wait, I, you one. haven't talked about it before, but I also I I do need to take a break. I need okay. to visit the restrooms I and get agree. some more ice. We'll be right back. I don't know why I said restroom plural. I'm going to visit all of my restrooms. Uh, one and a half. Okay. Good luck. I'll only visit one. Try it on ice. It's nice. With a copper dog. I hear the door close. Phil's back. And he's opening the cutty. I can hear the screw top. Cutty two. Electric boogaloo. Cut this. We haven't had a break in the show for a while. Yeah, what's wrong with that? It's going to be a late eating night here, unfortunately. Trying to do that less, but my... My well, special lady I hear it's uh, not good for does, you. Does uh, work late one day a week, so we, it's hard. I don't know. Right. Oh, so anyway, back to Rapid City. Well, wait. So oh, there were two oh, yeah. Things, Rapid City, and then your project. Which, um, what, what do we go okay, with first? Okay, I'll, I'll get the project out of the way. First. Okay. So you have the other project, which is ongoing. Your dad's movies. Yeah. Oh, that's three projects. <laughs> oh my God. Shit. And here we didn't and have that any one. Topics. That one is yeah. The dad project is, That's ongoing. is ongoing. I, I picked away at it a little bit, but I should get back on that too. Uh, but for some reason, I, I had it in my head that I should do this other one, which is much smaller than the Westerns one. I think it's only four movies. So, easy. Oh, <clears throat> Maybe my goodness. Yeah. So, I'm I'm going to watch um, not all, but many of the the movie depictions of the Titanic disaster. I was just going to say. Yes. With the Titanic. Yeah. I'm not surprised. I'm doing a little survey. Cool. <laughs> survey says. Ding. Then present. I'm, I'm missing some, I'm sure, but I'm trying to hit the big ones. 
Titanic. So, <laughs> that's the only one. <laughs> I'm going to watch that five times. Oh, my oh, God. That'll take a week. Yuck. Or two. It's a miniseries. So, um, starting with the 1943 uh, German Titanic film, which I think was the first feature length, although there might have been some silent one that is lost or something, but... I, I think the Germans sunk the Titanic. <laughs> why they? Yeah, why not? Um, the, that, that's conspiracy. I, I have my own. Oh, I have that's my the own Oliver Stone history. <laughs> <laughs> JFK sank the RMS. <laughs> that's what it's called. <laughs> oh. It's gold, I tell you. It's just gold. Um, the 1943 version, German, it was produced under Joseph Goebbels' uh, supervision. So it's a, it's oh a boy. propaganda style, very anti-British. Even though really, the if there are any <laughs> villains in the Titanic saga besides the iceberg, it's probably the Americans, but... <laughs> <laughs> the iceberg... <laughs> And hit an yeah, no, it's, it's. I haven't watched it yet. That's the one I'm actually most interested in seeing. And I that, that that I never heard of that. That sounds very interesting. Until somewhat recently, I wasn't really aware of it either. I think it was hard to find for a long time. But somebody kept a copy, and it, it, it again, <laughs> it was made in the middle of the war. In fact, I I'm I've read that it wasn't crazy. It it wasn't really shown much in Germany itself because by the time they finished it. The war wasn't going well, and I guess it just, you know, they didn't get to it. <laughs> but it it, it has, a, it, it's a very anti-capitalist English, you know, like the, the greedy okay. English are responsible for killing all these poor people. And Oh, okay. There's apparently all a right. scene, well, they added a character who was <laughs> a very sympathetic German, like, bridge officer, <laughs> who, who of course knows better. <laughs> <laughs> that's my favorite part. But you haven't no, seen it No, I haven't yet. watched it yet. That's my first one I'm going to watch. All right. I'll, I'll report back when I've seen them all. But So that's the first one. The second one is, was made in the 1950s. There are two from the 50s, actually. The first one is a Holly, pure Hollywood kind of soap opera-like thing with Clifton Webb oh, and God. Barbara Stanwyck. Um, I think it, it's oh. probably the least factual <laughs> of all of them. And it... it it apparently is very over melodramatic and things like that, but it I felt oh, like that, sure. and that was the first real Hollywood movie made in the early fifties. Okay. And then the, there is wow. one from the late fifties made by the British. It was the first time the Brits uh, actually talked about this or, or made a movie about it. And they blame the Germans. They they, they should right. There was a German officer that said, hey, run him into that iceberg. <laughs> You're Swedish or Norwegian. Oops. That was, I'm, I don't know what happened there. Yeah. My <laughs> Wait, I got to turn the dial a little bit. Jörg Dutchent Flip. That's a My dial's not working. <laughs> my accent dial. Aren't you glad you used dial? Because <laughs> you stink. <laughs> You're stinking. Don't go. <laughs> you were stinking. A stinkenheimer. Uh, good God. <laughs> You're never going to get through all five of no, these. No, it's terrible. <laughs> I keep mm -hmm. interrupting you. Um, 
Yeah, it's called a night to remember. <laughs> night to remember, which is considered okay. the most accurate of of them. It's it's kind of dry and almost film documentary style, I think. So it oh, gets the boy. details pretty pretty good. Um, followed by um, the Marx Brothers um, one. They have made that one. was a good one. Yeah, that they the were night on, a on ship. the Titanic. <laughs> <laughs> If a night on the Titanic would look like you. No. Sorry. That, that, well, that that is the one where they're on a boat. That, that's monkey <laughs> business, know. where they stow away on the Chevalier. Yeah, and they impersonate Marie Chevalier. Oh, wouldn't that movie have been funnier if it was Titanic. based on the Titanic? Yeah. <laughs> and and they're, they, they stow away in these barrels <laughs> in the beginning of the movie. Remember that? And yeah. then they're all in the middle of the ice flow. And they're all. And then they and end Gron- in the Groncho, barrels again. Groncho's still making fun of somebody. As <laughs> Full circle. Oh. Hey, we're back in the barrels, fellas. It's a barrel of monkeys. Wow. I don't know what, what he's he saying. He'd probably say I'll something funny. He'd pr- say something funnier but than much what better. I said. Yeah. yeah. Um, all right. So the the next one is from the late 1970s. It's called SOS Titanic. And, and that, oh, I never and that was this a one. TV movie that was on network TV when I was growing in the when 70s. I was growing up. I remember watching it. Well, is that is that kind of what got you into the whole it was part uh, of it, Titanic and steamliner things? Or reading some books about old ocean liners? Well, those yeah, Time Life books or whatever. Yeah, sure. a bunch of that stuff. And it, it, I remember watching. I've been it into this for a long time. Network TV on probably on a Sunday night too, and it had it had a bunch of middle kind of b-list people in it and yeah. so I, I found a copy of that actually so i thought oh, it'd be fun to put it in there all for peace i haven't sake. seen it since i was a child so that'll be fun yeah and then i wrap it up with the james camera in 1997 yeah you kind of have to i guess i was reading that apparently one of the one of the things in it uh where i think when i think leonardo dicaprio was locked up in a in like a, a cage or something like that in that movie when the sink, when yeah. the ship is sinking and apparently uh, Cameron stole that from the Nazi version <laughs> there's a, <laughs> a similar scene in that movie so apparently he had seen it or it's a huge coincidence oh no he I'm sure he watched them all mm-hmm. so that's my little project I'll I'll report back when I've watched them all but I think they'll all be interesting in different ways and it, the the cameron version i i i have had a lot of snark for because some of it's really bad but it, it the, well, the effects and everything are still amazing in it i think oh yeah yeah well another thing i'd like you to think about while watching these here's your homework you gave me mm-hmm. homework once is uh, why what what do you think what do you think um compels you about this what 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 do you think drew you to the into this when you were a child and and still carries through. Yeah, I, I'm I'll just think curious. about it. I, I, I am not fascinated so much with the Titanic disaster itself, just to clarify that. It was a ship. But yeah, because it's one of the ships that I was interested in, yeah. But well, I, I I don't know. And, and I'm interested in knowing what stuff at all without <laughs> paying any attention to the Titanic disaster. There are lots of other well, good right. disasters like the Lusitania and other ones. So your interest wasn't really connected to the disaster. No, no, part. that it was wasn't the, the biggest thing there. No, I mean it. it, right. it oh. I mean it, it. It's very compelling without <laughs> anything else. But yeah, 
Well, I'm I'm just curious. I mean, maybe we've talked about that before, but I'm yeah. just curious about. We have know, talked about this. What what your what your what your affinity is oh. to it in more detail? Well, um, I'll I'll revisit that when we when I'm seeing these. Fine, but good. And if we talked about it before, Glenda or whoever else, I apologize, but we're going to revisit it. You should just be glad we're putting anything out. (laughs) At my age, I'm glad if I can put out. There's a a Groucho Marx line. I I don't think he ever said that. I was was channeling him. (laughs) Yeah, no, I'm not. (laughs) I'm not saying he would take credit for it. Yeah. Say I... uh, I listened to an album. No, I'm not done with it yet. Oh, it's a two-disc set. It, <laughs> I don't have the discs, but Danny Elfman put out. A, so basically, he's been his project. His is kind of a COVID project. He was trying to do a. Okay, Danny Elfman. Sorry, I'll go back. Uh, Oingo Boingo. Oh, before that, Knights of the Oingo Boingo. Uh, I'm missing a word there. And uh, I was I, I was really into Oingo Boingo and Devo and Walla Voodoo. I've talked about that before, but I I'm not gonna say that Oingo Boingo saved my life or anything like that dramatic. But 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 really, it was it was uh, an, an important aspect in in maintaining my existence. But anyway, uh, he's got an, he he got into soundtracks. I, I if if people don't know who he is, I'm sure they've heard one of, at least one of his soundtracks, probably many more. Uh, he's done more soundtracks than I know of, but uh, he decided to do an album, and it, I guess it. I haven't finished it, but it's called Big Mess. And in the old days, I would have been able to sit and listen to the whole damn thing, and and uh, but I I haven't quite yet. But uh, it's hard to sit, you know, still. But it's called Big Mess, and uh, it's it's dark. It's very dark. Um, Many COVID-related themes, uh, some some Trump stuff. I think he was trying to do a song and a video every month for a while there. I'm not quite sure how he did it. Um, uh, some of it was remotely and different people that he connect, could connect to. You know, I send you a file and you add base or whatever. But, um, so it's kind of like that, I guess, except maybe on <laughs> a larger scale. But... It's not demo listening. So he but, did his um, own time to lean. <laughs> <laughs> but did he put the little, and here's the song. Oh, See, not every time. That's no. what it, missed, it really needs. Oh, <laughs> I'll, t- I'll talk to him. Maybe you could license I, it. I, <laughs> <laughs> but but it, it, it's dark, but it, it's, uh, wow, there's some really good lines in there. I'm, I, I should, probably should have written them down. But I'm not quite done with it. But uh, so, Phil, is it? Uh, sorry to stop you, but is no. it is it kind of his pop rock style stuff, or is he doing like um, orchestral Boy, things? Boy, that's a good or, question. Or, no, does he see? Because yeah, he okay, sings. so he, he's doing so, songs. Okay, yeah, got it. it. So it's basically he's going back to that. If 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 people remember. Um, even Oingo Boingo went through different manifestations a little bit as as Danny Elfman was getting darker and darker. He was trying to combine the orchestral and the and the rock elements, I think. And Boingo 
<laughs> was one of the manifestations of that. Uh, probably the last one, I think. Mm-hmm. But so it, it's kind of in that ilk. And there there are some definite nods to Oingo Boingo in the songs. It's, but they're very subtle. But I, I really appreciated them. It was like, oh, that sounds... Uh, yeah, it was kind of familiar. But, um, but not repetitive or anything like that but it wasn't an exact homage but Mm -hmm. to his old stuff but everything he's learned over the years he will put in um in into his things now so very good stuff it's dark i i i don't know but i i again i haven't finished it and i i it needs to be listened to more than once but Speaking of Danny Elfman, it's funny you mention him because I, oh. <laughs> um, I was going to bring this up in our, <laughs> our what we've been watching segment, but uh, the other night we watched the late '80s movie Midnight Run. Yeah, he did that. He did that too, <laughs> and it, it's it's just kind of a poppy and kind of you know very you know comedy like. St- action score that kind of thing it, 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 i it's i fine. have that soundtrack somewhere. oh that's funny yeah it, it's fine and no, I, I in fact i when i at the end i noticed he did the score and i'm not sure i would have <laughs> instantly recognized him on it because it it seemed pretty conventional for him but uh yeah, it was it was but it's really um i hadn't seen it since it came out i think and since Dr- charles Grodin passed away recently i i wanted to see that because i know that's one of his better movies and you know really it it holds up very well i liked it a lot is robert de niro in yeah that yeah it's the two of them mostly okay no i should and watch you know, that it's, i it's don't know not if i've as, seen it you know i thought it was going to be more of a straight comedy i i really don't remember it well at all if i ever saw it and <laughs> i don't it's remember actually it. i mean some of it's actually pretty funny and, and kind of one of those absurd setup things where you they they really make things pay off in a comedic sense but it's actually kind of straightforward in another way. Yeah. And, you know, I think, that I, was... I think they're both really good. Um, Robert De Niro is kind of playing more of a character than he does in his later stuff where he just plays, quote, Robert De Niro. <laughs> and well... and Gro- Groden actually is really good, too. I, I always like him, and I used to like his yeah. political no. show that he used to do. On cable in the nineties or whatever, but yeah, it he, was good. He was so he would he was always so strange on the, the <laughs> yeah, show. I, that, that, I, I, I kind of was. I I know every time I'd see him, you know, kind of talk as himself. It, he was an interesting guy. I, I when he was on the Tonight Show, he'd be kind of it was it, it kind of felt like confrontational. It was like mm-hmm. he was sort of ahead of his time with that because he was kind of like. Do you really want to know what I'm doing, Johnny? <laughs> but it was it was very funny. I I thought it was funny, yeah. but the maybe the rest so, of the audience um, was like, yeah, good good movie to catch know. catch again if you're if you're on across it. I I think it held up well. Um, and funny you mentioned Carson. <laughs> tangent here. Yeah. So I'm I'm still watching this show. I think it's on Apple Plus. Uh, this thing well. called For All Mankind. It's the one about the astronauts and all that. And, Okay. Um, one uh, a plot line on it. One of the 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 women who ends up going into space. She gets for various reasons gets to be kind of famous, 
and appears on the Tonight Show. And they kind of use CG kind of Forrest Gump style thing to to superimpose her sitting on Johnny's couch talking to her and it strange <laughs> talking to Dan and all that stuff, which you know it's like ah. whatever that that people do do that stuff all the time. But they um and then later on like she's up on the moon and she's having these remote interviews with him and they kind of cleverly use old footage of Carson talking to her and and alter the what? voice a little bit to and I think they had somebody maybe impersonate and it was very cl- but the thing that, that they're clever about is it, it it's a little because you only see Carson on this like you know small 80s looking TV TV screen and it's it's kind of uh, not very high resolution, and the voice is a little garbled because they're talking to him from the moon. So it it, it kind of perfect. Whole, it, it's really clever the way they they get around with the fact that they're faking it. Tube uh, TGI. Yeah, there you go. Yep, and that 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 was that was funny. I they did did a good job of, of integrating that. Wow, what was this again? It's called for all mankind. Yeah, I never heard of that either. Yeah, it's it. I don't get it. I don't get how much. It's a good show. It, it's that alternate history if the Soviets got to the moon first show. Oh no, yeah, I we did. We talked about I it. Did. I'm sure. No, I know. People are tired of me mentioning it. No, I know they maybe have. not. Yeah, maybe there. I think a lot of our fan base <laughs> are at our age where they can't remember what we talked about either. <laughs> well, we get a lucky break then. <laughs> I think. <laughs> And before I forget, I was in Rapid City, and that was fun. I, I got all my favorite things done, like Taco John's and sure Jerry's Donuts, and which that, is my favorite donut place no, out there. And that and that strip club over by the National Guard <laughs> is that the still there? Club. Oh, what was that called? Uh, oh. Monty's Dung. No. Um, oh, that's your strip club. <laughs> it's a garden. No, I know which um Shotgun yes, Willie's Shotgun Willie's <laughs> <laughs> Rob knows about Is that. Is that still there? <laughs> Is that still I there? I have no idea. I don't I bet it isn't. I never I went like there. That, I that was always curious. I always wanted to go, but I never did. Shotgun Willie's. I was oh. I was too too much of a chicken. I forgot to, to go. mention that on the arcade episode. <laughs> <laughs> Did they have video games? No, I don't, I don't think I ever talking. been there. Sadly, sad. No, I was, I was afraid. Sadly, yeah. Oh, in the best Donald Trump kind of way. Well, okay. Before we go, record day. You you got a little record day uh, purchase. Yeah, record store day, uh, which some of you oh, may have heard right. of. It's this thing to which I I think. Since vinyl has gotten more hipster and popular again, isn't so much of a thing. But it is kind of one of these keep independent stores thriving things they do every year. And they, and I guess a number of outfits were were released special editions for Record Store Day. Oh, right, I get it. Which is June. It's a marketing thing uh, every year. And normally, I, I last month, I'm I'm past. uh, past the point where i buy vinyl anymore and stuff like that and for a lot of reasons do you even have something you i do still have a turntable which is a exact replica of the one that was in the rapid city central high school band room office (laughs) Uh, coincidentally it's a late 1970s techniques turntable 
I'm one of those people Ooh. that knows that. That's sad. But um, anyway, I do have something I can play on. But somebody, so so they released this uh, three record set. It's it's actually a three records of Jonathan Winters, the stand-up comedian. Um, <laughs> unfortunately, he's probably best known for Mork and Mindy. Well, but, improvisational. Yeah, 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 and of course the 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 kind of. Uh, mentor figure for Robin Williams of course and other sure. people. Wow, he he broke a lot of ground. Well, he, uh, he, he's he's always one of my favorites and so innovational. I in, is that a word innovational? It, it is, is now? now. Okay, done. Um it doesn't it doesn't my, sound right. My dad used to have LPs of his 1960s stand-up shows. Yeah, I have some copies. Of yeah, them. yeah, that's how I, I heard them. My brothers and I would listen to really them. scratchy and yeah, thin. Yeah, they, they were they were definitely beat up because we listened to them so many times and oh, it was still we, so we, funny we kids though. Just beat the shit out of them, just oh, <laughs> like it was we so did funny. everything. But um, it didn't matter. They there were these shows he would do, and I I just really thought they were hilarious and 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 so they're a little bit of a nostalgia thing. But they this release was a. It's called Unearthed, which is um, kind of a play on words on one of his earliest albums. It's called Down to Earth. Yeah, right. And they took they basically released the first two LPs he put out of stand-up material, along with a bunch of bonus things like uh, radio ads and little other short bits that he did that, oh. that, that his estate found on his... He kept all of his tapes, and so they made this nice little set... And I think even even yeah. the stand-up uh, albums have extra material from them. I haven't listened to it yet, but it's one of those things that I that Patton Oswalt, who I really really like, he's a Twitter guy. Yeah, yeah. This is I, I literally I saw him tweet about this, and I went and bought it. <laughs> it's like, I was like, hey. Oh, I didn't I didn't know that connection. Yeah, no, yeah, because he he contributed some liner notes to it, I think. Oh, I, 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 I haven't associated him with it. Yeah, I, I hadn't either, and I, I, and of course, it's one of those things. I, if I'd seen it somewhere, I would have just gone for it. But he, he tweeted about it, and um, I think he's very funny, and so it's a, it's a cool little set. I have not listened to it yet, but that should be a lot of fun. I want to hear it. Yeah, I'm sure you will. Yeah, we'll have Sean too. Yes, all, all the usual suspects. We'll, and we'll eat. We'll, we'll drink some leave. Twin Bing beer. <laughs> <laughs> it's Twin Bing beer. <laughs> There's a song, Twin Bing beer. <laughs> we're we're oh, scraping I... the bottom bottom of the barrel for that one. <laughs> <laughs> you, you you could do whiskey you barrel. You could always do chicken fuckers and just remove the awful middle part. <laughs> oh, it's terrible. I. It's not that good. <laughs> no. It, it's it's up there Whatever. with the Jerry Lewis crazy condom ad. <laughs> oh. We've never put that on here yet, have Thank we? God no. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and here, in here's a here's an ad. Yeah. yeah uh, besides that, um, I guess I'll I'm gonna probably go play my my crazy video game that I've been playing. Yeah, called, the newest one I'm doing is called Horizon Zero Dawn. Not Dawn. Dawn That's part the of it, but Dawn. 
Oh, we should do a video. Yeah. Uh, a video game. That's the dinosaur <laughs> robots. Yes, it's a post good post apocalyptic. It's, it's a little bit D and D like where you run around and like, hey, you need me to go rescue this guy and <laughs> kill yeah. these guys and find me some boar tusks or <laughs> it's just random, you know, run around do things and but but no, sure. it, it it basically it's full of these. They're they're basically some of them are like giant robot dinosaurs and. And some of them are, are horses that are just robots. <laughs> of course, if you get close to them, they kill you. That's the other difference. Oh, that's not nice. The cool thing that you can do with them, though, is that as you progress, you have this spear that has this kind of electronic tool. So, so the best way to describe it is if you remember Star Wars, the original Star Wars movie. And yeah, like a lightsaber? No, it's not, not really a lightsaber. So you remember the scene where... R2-D2 hacks the computer and he sticks that little thing into the wall and turns it around and stuff. Okay. And, and like, talks to the computer. It's kind of phallic, but whatever. (laughs) But but it's like, in this game, when you get to this point where you progress, you, you like, sneak up on one of these dinosaur machine robot things. And if you're you're, um, at that point, you can... You like take your spear and you jab it, and you you can override it. Like you hack into it and make it work for you. Oh sure. <laughs> and either I get either you. you can get it to fight the other robots on your behalf, or in in the case of some of the horse ones, you can ride it around. Like a you, know, you, you can you have a horse. So where do you put the probe thing? <laughs> it's not very specific, <laughs> unfortunately. <laughs> No, or fortunately. Yeah, no, no it, it's okay. And <laughs> the thing that's that that is, I I shared this with you over email, I think, but um, it's one of the I've been playing these other, you know, run around and shoot things games and jump, blah blah blah, and I've talked about them, but this game is even harder than that because all these monster dinosaur robot things, it. You really have to know which type of thing kills them, <laughs> right? And like, so there, there's ones that shoot fire at you, and well, okay, if it if it uses fire, then you have to know to switch ice. to your ice arrows, and it's almost all <laughs> okay. bows and arrows, and they have all these it. different tools, and you can set these like shock traps that immobilize them, and oh wow, it's really com- complex. Which I totally see why it's a lot of fun more than just sit there and blow away bad guys. But, you know, I don't have the time or <laughs> inclination to to learn exactly how to do this. No, that's the problem with these games yeah, though. And, I and plus you're I don't yeah. I don't have time to figure it out. Yeah, exactly. So I, I just I go through but I, I, I like the game and it's a beautiful environment. You run around all these landscapes and ruined buildings and it's really cool. I think cool. you're playing in, you're playing in grandpa yeah, mode yeah, too. Yeah, there, there's, there's a grandpa mode that, that you can basically <laughs> one shot every single thing in the game if you're in that mode. <laughs> and I think I, I ratcheted up to easy mode which is a lot harder than grandpa mode and what I, oh. the thing is it, it, it lets you cheat basically so what I do is I, I run around when I'm doing most things I do it in easy mode where I have to fight a little bit to, to be things but 
if if it gets to the point where oh this is a pain in the ass, I I pause the game and switch it to grandpa mode, and then I, <laughs> you know, it's like that. Totally cheap. It, it's basically like putting oh. in a code where in the old days where you'd put this little code on the Nintendo. Yeah. And 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 suddenly you can beat everything. <laughs> but otherwise, I don't. I, I'll just get tired of it, or I don't want to spend enough time. But I want to finish it because it's got some really cool things in it. That I want to see. Oh yeah, and they, I, they and they, they're they're honest about. It. They call it story mode, if you basically yeah. don't want to have to fight very much stuff. And otherwise, you have to do a lot of fighting in this game. Like it's one, it's it's called an open world. If you've heard of that term, sure. So, oh, I, I like the idea. Yeah, you just kind of run around. You can go wherever you want to. Um, Subquests. Yeah, they all. You can kind of choose the order you do things in, and but you 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 walk around on these roads and everything, and often you'll run into these robot animal things, and they'll just attack you, <laughs> and you can run away from them, but it's it's kind of a pain Fuckers. in the ass if you don't have either. You don't, I mean, you can just sit and fight them all day if you want, but if you want to, oh, I want to get on to the next <laughs> part of the story. <laughs> right. So you have to have to do that. So that that's where Grandpa Mode is really, really good. And it's okay. like, and in, in, in later in the game, these these huge pterodactyl robot things will just randomly oh, swoop down on you and start firing shit at you. <laughs> that's not nice. It's really a pain in the eyes. Oh, come on. <laughs> well. Let's see how how are we gonna tie this up? <laughs> I don't know. I anyway that that's the game I'm playing. Maybe that'll be it. Here's the song.